What's up, team? Welcome back to the Red Storm Rapid Reaction Podcast. I'm Pat Kane with the one and only Stevie Lab and Bobblehead, and we are here to celebrate a big St. John's victory on senior night against the Xavier Musketeers, 81-66, to and we got the brooms out for a sweep. I think that's the first time we've swept them since Lavin's third year, one of D'Angelo's years. We swept them, I remember. I think it was Rashid's freshman season, and... Um, a big win. Uh, we were up for the majority of the game. Uh, Ten-point lead early in the second half. Dwindled a little bit. Stretch it back up to 15-plus and, and cruise to a nice win. Um, a real slow, sluggish first half. Both teams couldn't hit anything in the first half, especially Xavier. Um, I'm not sure if we can credit the defense to either team. I think there was plenty of open looks on both ends, but guys just came out missing. You know, I'm not going to complain about it in a, in a win, and I sure as hell bring it up sometimes in losses. Basketball is a game of makes and misses. And tonight, Xavier was missing pretty much everything they put up. And I will credit us for uh, relentless um, full-court defense throughout the game that, that wears a team down. Hopefully that has something to do with it. Um, but sometimes it's just the way it happens. And tonight, the, the favor was on our end, and we were able to get a, a, a nice double-digit win. Um, there was certainly some things we can point to that uh, that uh, helped us get that lead um, offensively in the second half. Especially, we had great ball movement, and it's really to have it's really easy to have good ball movement and good spacing when guys are hitting shots. Uh, Coburn playing a lot of minutes tonight plays a big role in the spacing we do have. Uh, he was three for three from three the first time we played Xavier tonight. He had twenty points. Um, I think he was four for five. Let's look at what Coburn did. Um, he was six rated overall, five of seven from three for 20 points. Had a nice dunk to finish uh, finish off the game at the end. Uh, really, really good performance from him. Um, even when he's not shooting, he, he just draws defenders away from the paint, allows for us to have some space. In the second half, Champ had a couple uh, good opportunities in the mid post that uh, weren't available to him in the first half when he's playing alongside Mathis or, um, you know, if... if Posh is hunting offensive rebounds a lot of times. He'll, he'll hang out on that baseline, and his defender is just hanging in the paint too. Um, but when it's only one of those two guys out there, uh, it allows for us to spread the floor out more, especially when Wheeler's is such a such a threat being 6'8", maybe 6'9", and can shoot over the top. So if you got Champ, Wheeler, and Coburn out there, all threats from deep. Uh, Posh, a guy who's able to get in the paint and create for others. Tonight he played a, a fabulous floor game. And then Soriano, big man in the middle, finishing off plays. Uh, seems like he's he's getting more and more comfortable finishing off plays inside the paint and uh, stealing off bodies on the inside. Um, and that was our best five tonight. And that was the five he finished with. In the second half, once we got a second a 10-point lead with about 13, 14 minutes left in the, in the half, uh, coach went to the bench, and of course, guys are questioning that bet, uh, those substitutions, and I get it. You know, in that moment, we're losing momentum. Okay, and uh, Mathis, Busu, NY, they were all in there. Uh, Smith might have got some time during that stretch, and the ten point lead dwindled down to four, right? And uh, we lost that battle. Uh, we lost that stretch, but you got to also consider the possibility that that rest allows for our starters to come back in that much fresher than the uh, Xavier players who had to exert that extra effort to just to make it to that four points, okay? You don't want to give up that six points, all right? You hope your bench can hold them off or even push that lead up there, but you still got to trust them to that point where you know you can, uh, you know, buy some time, get your guys a rest. You're not going to play the whole 20 minutes, 
and then you get your starters back out there and that five were able to finish off the rest of the game from about eight, nine minutes going on. Uh, eight, nine minutes left in the game. They played the rest of that time and they were the fresher group out there. And they were able to hit shots and push that lead right back up to 10, 12 points and then keep it at that uh, 10 to 15 range for the rest of the game. So I think you got to be willing to give coach some credit when it does work out. Okay, we're so uh, ready to um, lambast and maybe pissed off for the substitutions not working. We got to consider the opposite sometimes. And you could say, sure, you can sub coach, but let's do a little bit more staggering. Let's not have five subs out there at one time. And I'll agree with that. Um, I think you could do a better job of staggering those guys. But for the most part, I think we, we focus too much on the, the moment itself and it not working out right on that play when we've seen so many clear examples of a bad play leading to two points or a great play leading to a missed shot. So it's not so cut and dry. Guys are going to have to be subbed throughout the game, and uh, it's not just the next decision that make the next result that makes it a good decision or not. All right, It's a culmination of events throughout the game, and you want to have the lead at the end. You don't necessarily need to win the two-minute stretch in the middle of the second half. All right, You want to, you'd hope to, but what's most important is having a lead at the end. Um, I thought Coach Anderson made some good uh, adjustments throughout the game in the end of the first half. Xavier called a timeout with the possession, and uh, he went zone. It's nothing, you know, that's rewriting any playbooks throughout college basketball history, but it's a smart move a lot of coaches utilize. Switch up your zone, uh, give them a different – switch up your defense, give them a different look coming out of the timeout. It worked that possession. Uh, he also mixed in um, some more zone press as opposed to just a full court man, the run and jump. He did a little bit of one-two-two. Um, looking to uh, slow, to, slow the pace down a little bit. He mixed that in. He also mixed in just zone and man throughout the second half. I will say the zone defense, um, it worked on a few possessions where Xavier just threw the ball away or didn't get the right shot, but guys were, you know, overloading one side and, and, and playing at the same, same space on the court, not knowing where they should have been. Um, and it, it worked out on a few possessions where I thought we looked really out of place, but, um, you know, that's, it, it Easier said than done from the TV screen than it is from you know the Xavier players' perspective when a, when a defense gets switched and you gotta you know realize in real time what's going on and, and it worked for us tonight so that's good. Um, what else? Um, we st we changed the starting lineup coming in coming out of the, coming out of half. Uh, we put Wheeler in the starting lineup. Took Smith out, gave us a little more size. Smith, uh, uh, Wheeler quietly had another really good game, double-double. Um, and Smith, I thought, played well. Made some nice hustle plays. Shot's not there. It's not getting going. Hopefully, um, he'll find it before the season ends, and he'll and I'll contribute in a, in a couple uh, games down the stretch. Um, Wheeler had 11 points, 11 rebounds. He was 4 for 8 from the field, 3 for 5 overall from uh, 3 for 5 from the 3-point stripe. As a team, we were 8 for 22 from 3, and we were uh, 17 for 20 from the free throw stripe. So if you shoot well from the free throw stripe, you hit a good amount of threes, you play good defense, uh, you give yourself a really good chance to win, okay? Um, and we out-rebounded Xavier 44 to 41. They probably took more, they took 11 more shots than us, so, you know, those numbers aren't, you know, they don't tell the whole story, but we held our own, especially in the second half down the stretch. Um, Wheeler, Soriano, Champ, Posh. Um, Posh's line tonight was another one of his uh, fabulous overall lines. 17 points, 7 rebounds, 8 assists, only 2 turnovers. Champ had 19 points and 8 rebounds, 3 assists. Soriano, 10 points, 5 rebounds. He was 5 for 7 from the field. So again, in a win, Soriano plays well, shoots well, um, contributes. Just a presence down there. 
Um, Stanley and NY didn't really do too, do too much in their limited minutes tonight. Stanley had that flagrant foul. I thought it was a pretty obvious call. I wasn't sure what he was thinking there, especially at the, the very last second, pulling him down there. Uh, don't want to hurt a guy and don't want to give up the, the free point. Um, but he's a physically physical, tough guy. He brings the energy. Um, Wusu didn't play too many minutes. He had a couple nice passes, also a couple sloppy passes. Mathis had a nice dunk, but he missed a handful of layups inside. He was one for four, so I'm exaggerating on a handful. Um, but I think those three shots he missed were all around the rim and shots he, he probably could have made. One of them was a, a real easy layup. He, uh, he fumbled. But uh, good defense and didn't hurt us other than that. It does hurt having him out there with Posh for extended minutes because he just doesn't stretch the floor. And there's two help defenders that don't have to even pay, you know, the slightest bit of attention to their guy if they don't have the basketball. Mathis does do a good job of cutting to the basket and, and making sure he keeps his defender honest in that regard. But if he's on the perimeter, he's just a, another guy clogging up space. Um, what else? Um, I thought in the second half, when we were looking to, well, first of all, everything looks really good when when you're shooting well or and you're passing well. And we were going through some stretches there when we really looked good offensively. Uh, we had 81 points tonight, and I think we had 33 and a half, right? So quick math, 48 points in the second half is a pretty good job. By the way, we lost one to nothing in halftime tonight. You know, Travis Steele is not a great in-game coach, but at halftime, he can get you a point. I tell you that much. That's got to be worth something. Well, it's worth one point. And how about, how would you like to be the kid who hits a halftime shot from half court and your prize is $500 in groceries? You've seen people get tens of thousands of dollars, cars, all sorts of stuff, and you get 500 bucks in groceries? Hey, I mean, you'll take it. You'll definitely take it. Um, and Kunkel for Xavier, 0 for 10 tonight, 0 for 6 from 3. He, uh, pretty much took the brunt of all the, I don't know what you want to call it, the bad luck we've endured with, uh, white three-point shooters in Karnasek Arena over the last 20 years. The career nights we've given up to guys. Kunkel took the bad end of all that, uh, negative energy that we were due. All right, so Kunkel going to get a shot to shot to drop. Xavier overall going to get a shot to drop. St. John's took advantage. Uh, we finish now on the road at Marquette, okay, a team we only play once this year, so a chance to sweep them with one win, okay, at their place. It's not going to be easy, but it'd be really nice. And I, I'm, I'm not looking at the standings. I'm not sure if we can get to sixth place at this point um, with a win or without a win. I'm not sure if it matters. I think... Xavier can't catch us, so I think it's looking like we'll be the seventh seed, which would be most likely DePaul, and then if we win, we play Villanova. But regardless, beating Marquette before we head to the Big East tournament would do wonders for momentum. Um, DePaul, we owe after that, you know, disastrous defensive performance we saw last game. Um, but uh, let's head to Marquette. Let's get a win. Let's let's finish this regular season on a strong note. Get to nine and ten in the conference. Uh, which is, you know, obviously less than what you'd hope for, less than what you expected, but not, you know, terrible in the grand scheme of things. Um, but anyway, I appreciate you guys tuning in. 
Um, let's let's continue this discussion about the St. John season. Let's talk about what's good, what's bad, what you hate, what you love, what you want to see more of, what you want to see less of, what you want to see Coach Anderson implement, what you're sick of watching him do, what you hope he changes. Um, until next time, this has been Pat Kane from Marcus Hatton. Uh, peace.